Hey guys, this is Carson Peters. I'm on Team Blake on season 21 of The Voice, and I'm here hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. Congratulations with another successful performance of yours. Uh, your voice is just incredible, uh, and and like thinking that you're so young as well, like it just leaves me so much room to be like, this guy's voice is just going to grow even more than it already is right now. So I guess right now, one of the things uh, that is difficult being young and having this voice is is learning how to control it the way that you do. Uh, so how do you go about that? How do you control your voice? Um, and especially, you know, you're in an age where your voice starts to mature a little bit more and more. Uh, yeah, man, I appreciate all the compliments. Uh, but, but uh, you know, it's definitely um, it's definitely hard. It was hard the last couple of years. Say, I think when I was about 15, my voice started to, to kind of drop a little bit from uh, from the high register stuff that I used to be able to do. I, Cause I've been, I've been singing my whole life, uh, starting at, you know, five, five years old, I think is when I started. And so I was used to singing, you know, songs and in, in a particular key when we would go out and we would have a show. And, uh, you know, at about 13, it started, it started to seem like I couldn't hit those notes anymore. And, you know, every now and then you get the stray pop and crack. And, uh, so that was, I mean, it was exciting and entertaining at least, but, uh, it was definitely a process to try to get used to that. And, and find a uh, find a good way a, a good point to to settle on a key of something because I mean I went all the way down the scale until I finally landed on something that 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 fit my voice pretty good so uh, right now I would say I'm still kind of settling into it you know I'm no stranger to the still the the stray pop or crack you know um, actually in for my blind audition the stage rehearsal you know we getting out there ready to, uh, just doing the stage rehearsal and I, my voice cracked it was one of the worst ones I've ever had so it was definitely a, a shock that uh, that was still going on that hadn't happened in a while but I, I'm finally kind of settling into my voice I think you know it could could throw me a curve and, and change again but uh you know it's definitely uh it's something that I had to work through and you just got to keep singing and sing through it and um it was it was a process but I think we're about we're about through it do you feel like it, it impacted uh, this battle round uh, during the rehearsal process? Do you feel like it, it kind of wanted to peek out a little bit more than it did normally? Um, my my voice seemed to fit this song pretty good. It, it fit both uh, Clint and mine, uh, our voices really well, I thought. And uh, we, we did it in the original key that, that Vince Gill recorded it in. So uh, we we had a lot of stuff to practice uh, in the original key, you know, like the before we got the backing track, you know, the, the original karaoke track on YouTube was in the original key, which that didn't happen for Tulsa time. I changed the key on that. So that was definitely something that, uh, that gave us a, a little advantage. I think, uh, being able to do that in the original key, um, my, my, both, like I said, both of our voices, uh, it would kind of fit the range pretty good, which that song has a, a heck of a range on it. You're singing. It's definitely more than probably around an octave and a half and where you had to sing straight in, in your chest voice so it's uh it gets in there and up there so it was a it was a great song choice I, Blake did a really good job of picking this one for us and uh it, it fit pretty well what kind of impact does singing with your chest voice have when you're also strumming the guitar um I've always been I've always had an instrument in my hand when I've been singing usually it was the fiddle but uh, in the last couple of years I've started to do some some solo shows if the band couldn't make it and I got really used to playing the guitar. I would play the guitar and shows with the, with the band when they were there um, every now and then. So I was just, it was, it's almost second nature to me now. It, it honestly, it, it makes me a little more comfortable to have something 
uh, to hide behind, <laughs> but, uh, it's the, um, it was definitely a learning curve when I first started, you know, you, you gotta be thinking about two things at the same time, but, uh, that's, that song was, a just a three chord song. I think we threw a fourth chord in there for fun, but you know, it's a pretty simple song to, to play on the guitar. Uh, so th- I think that that helped me and Clint out quite a bit. We didn't have to really worry about it. It's interesting that you say, uh, you, you hide behind your guitar because when you both times that you've hit the stage, it seems like you know how to work a crowd. It seems like once you're on stage, you know what to do, how to move around without any fears, you know, coming in your mind. So as you get ready for these performance, more more specifically this this battle round, how did you prep uh, those nerves in order to be able to be okay and be able to like play around with the audience just the way you did on this performance? Um, you know, this one in uh, this one specifically was just it was so high energy uh, with because I think we were the uh, during the recording we were the first country act in a while, so uh, it was definitely. Uh, the, the crowd was definitely excited to hear a little bit of country music. So, uh, as soon as it started, you know, they were, they were up on their feet and, and clapping and, uh, having a good time. So that helped a lot with nerves and, uh, just being able to feed off the, the live audience's energy was, uh, was definitely a blessing this season. I don't know how the people did it the last few seasons without a crowd. Um, but you know, just being able to make eye contact with somebody, um, that's not, you know, for the most famous singers out there, you know, calm your nerves a little bit uh so you know the 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 live crowd helps so much now when it comes to mentoring uh how did blake and or what did blake and dirks tell you uh to kind of help you out uh to prepare for this performance uh when uh when blake said you know that a lot of people don't cover vince gill songs you know he was right uh there's a reason for that you know vince has such a a unique voice and puts his own unique spin on every song that he does so it's really it's really kind of hard to to sing a Vince Gill song without sounding like Vince Gill. You know, you kind of, uh, in the back of your mind, you don't, subconscious, you don't mean to do it, but you almost sound like Vince when you're singing a Vince song. And, uh, you know, when he said that, he's like, y'all are trying to be Vince. Don't be Vince. Be yourselves. You know, I was, it kind of was a wake-up call to both of us. We're like, okay, we, we can just, we just need to sing this and not think about how Vince would do it because he's already done it. We need to do it the way we're going to do it. And, uh, you know, it was, it was really as quick as uh, – we did two takes and the first take we kind of sounded like Vince and the second take, once he said that sounded a whole lot better. And, uh, you know, it was much more original. So, uh, that, that was probably the, the best piece of advice in relation to that song, um, that, that either one of them gave. As we move forward, what would you like to work on the most, uh, during your performances? Like either a vocal range that you want to like to kind of nail or maybe something different with a guitar or a fiddle. Like what is it that you want to work on moving forward? Uh, I'd definitely like to bring out the fiddle at some point in the future. Um, I'll see, you know, it's uh, kind of been my thing for a while. Uh, so, you know, being able to share that with, uh, with, with the national audience would be really cool. Um, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to keep it in the same genre. Uh, I'd like to keep it country for, for a little while at least. Uh, but, but definitely maybe a change of instruments and, uh, you know, I, with the fiddle in my hand, I feel like I can work the stage a, a tad bit better. Um, it's not, the guitar is a little bigger on me than the fiddle is. So you can see more of me. I can move around a little more free. I don't have any guitar straps hanging around my neck. So, uh, that would, you know, I'm, hopefully I'll, I'll get to bring the fiddle out soon. Uh, so, uh, that might be a change. Well, congratulations so far on your success on the voice Carson and definitely looking forward to, to reuniting with you. 
Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.